Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race. Put ourselves in position, got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and got to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Checkered flag in the air and William Byron and Chad Knaus win the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Nobody's got to run. Checkered flag, baby! NASCAR Live is brought to you by Xfinity, internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. By Whelan, on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. By Hercules Tires, ride on our string. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. From the MRN studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew here with you for yet another weekly get-together, a get-together that is going to be punctuated with a visit from Ryan Newman. Ryan chatted with our Kurt Becker ahead of his return to the Daytona Oval and after his big Daytona 500 crash. For you, Ryan Newman fans, wanted to take you back and let you hear from your favorite driver. We've got an NASCAR Live Backtracks coming up. That was from this past Saturday night's Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona, a big regular season ending race at Daytona International Speedway. We're going to look at the 16 playoff drivers and how each of them earned their spot. Plus, Martin Truex Jr. chatted with our Woody Kane about their team and how they feel about this year's playoffs, which will begin this weekend with the Cookout Southern 500 at Darlington. But first, let's get a check of the latest headlines going around NASCAR Nation with the host of NASCAR Today Midday, Kyle Ricky. Kyle, what do you have for us? Well, Mike, just as Daytona always does, it delivered. William Byron scored his first win in the NASCAR Cup Series on Saturday night, holding off teammate Chase Elliott and winning in dramatic fashion. Byron is just the second person ever to win in the number 24 car after Jeff Gordon. One to go at Daytona. Here they come. Can they make it all the way around and finish it under the green flag to the checkered flag? Let's pick up Christopher Bell. He's got to win it to get in, and right now he is three wide and fading. He is under the gun, and here comes Martin Truex Jr. He's going to go to the top. We got a car in the wall. At the exit of turn number two, it's Kevin Harvick. Here comes the battle for the lead. Truex on the outside. Here comes William Byron to his inside. Truex, Byron side by side for the win at Daytona. Hamlin now with a three wide run coming. Further back. 
Joy is in the wall. Hamlin is on the move in three. Three wide further back through the field here. Here comes Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott from the second spot. He's right behind. There he goes, William Byron up top. William Byron trying to win and clinch a spot in the playoffs. To the line, checkered flag in the air, and William Byron and Chad Knaus win the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona. They will go playoff racing. William Byron wins his first career NASCAR Cup Series win. Chase Elliott second. Honestly, I don't even remember. It was so much instinct and just kind of things things just lined up for us to, to get through there. And I didn't really remember anything that happened. So it was uh, just uh, enough of a hole for us to get through and luckily capitalize. With Byron winning and securing his place in the playoffs, it means seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson will stay just that, a seven-time champion. Johnson missed the playoff cut and won't get a shot at that record eighth championship. Johnson said he was going to have a few beers on the way home and move on. His paint scheme for this weekend's throwback weekend at the Darlington Raceway is a tribute to the two other seven-time champions, Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt. A good way to move on in realizing you already made history. Lots of drivers have revealed their paint schemes for Throwback Weekend. Austin Dillon is honoring Junior Johnson's white and red car. Tyler Reddick will honor Jeff Burton with his Cat Power paint scheme. Chase Elliott, William Byron, and Alex Bowman will all be honoring teammate Jimmy Johnson by sporting paint schemes from different times of Johnson's career. For more of the paint schemes and all of the latest news heading into Darlington, head to MRN.com. I'm Kyle Rickey. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, a NASCAR Live backtrack. So the regular season finale at Daytona and later, Ryan Newman will join us. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All oh, the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not today or any da. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Find your get up and go. Find the world is new again. At Chevy, we want to take you there. In a stylish new blazer where bold design meets agile performance. Or go off the beaten path in the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Even slide behind the wheel of an Equinox and discover the small SUV that's up for just about anything. Find your perfect Chevy online or at your local Chevy dealer so you can find new roads again. Chevrolet. Find new roads. We've got a NASCAR Live Backtracks from Daytona. Coming up next, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Hey guys, I'm Corey LaJoy. If you want honest opinions about everything NASCAR and much more, listen to Sunday Money. Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott join me every week, and nothing is off limits. I'm sorry, has your life not gotten better since we've gotten closer, or has it gotten worse? It's my job to put our team in the best position to get a good finish. Join our conversations, we give our real opinions, no holding back on our show. Listen to Sunday Money. I don't 
need an investor, Daryl, I'm an independent woman. I use my own husband's money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find podcasts. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Saturday night, it was the regular season finale for the NASCAR Cup Series. It was the Coke Zero Sugar 400. And when the checkered flag flew at the end of the night, it was William Byron getting his first win in the Cup Series. Here is a backtracks to highlight all the drama around that regular season finale. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. Kevin Harvick on the inside. Pace cars in. Five away. Ready. Ready. Green, green, green. A bunch of sparks coming out from behind. William Byron, he's battling for second. As the field goes over, some Amal humps and bumps through the corners. Yeah, lots of sparks fly. That's where the track bar mount is dragging the racing surface. Hey, everybody's hitting the track like that, sparking all the way back. We put the binoculars on the front grill of Kevin Harvick. Jeff, what are you seeing? Uh, debris all over the grill of the number four Ford of Kevin Harvick. Got a fair amount of trash on the grill. Just keep an eye on it. How many laps? I'm going to have to pull out of this thing. Way too hot. Seven more. I got to make it. Seven two, I'm going to pull out down the back straight away. It just keeps climbing. He is uh, coming off turn number two now. He's going to come up onto the back bumper of the Ryan Newman machine. That should create a vacuum across the nose and take that debris off the grill. Some of it came up, but we need to get a little closer. There you go. Got one trying to get inside, inside. It's all off, Kevin. You're clean. Well, there will be one pit road penalty being handed out, and that is to the Daytona 500 champion, Denny Hamlin. He came to pit road double file you can't do that here at daytona all right they're calling you tail which is fine but they're saying you weren't you weren't single file i didn't hear which side of pit road did you lambert yeah getting on to pit road you weren't single file at the outermost you can't be offset like that now i guess yes and right now you know these drivers will all have to come to pit road postman just pointed that out to you same with winston kelly Kyle Busch. Yeah, so I guess my points, I just meant trying to win this stage. I don't I don't think there's a chance in hell, but if a caution comes out, then who knows? Yeah, we're going to be about four short, short if we're leading. So I would probably fall back and then save fuel so we can race if we get a caution. Because if we lead and we get a caution, we're going to have to dip. I mean, is this just now 2020? It's coming out. I finally get a chance to lead a race, and now I have to draw back. We gotta give the lead up here. Do this possible. Jimmy Johnson, who scored some stage points. Good job, guys. We um, had a huge run. I don't know how the 14 saved that. The 14 continues to be a bag week after week. Oh, yeah, I gave it to him. I was trying to send him. Yeah, I would have been happy if you did. 13 to go, and they get back to the Geico restart zone. As they stand, coming to the green flag, Matt Benedetto is in on the points as far as the championship scenario goes. Is there any way we can get a big picture look at with the playoff situation of the 48-24 points-wise? I cannot tell you a damn thing about the points. I don't have it in front of me. This scoring monitor that I've got is a hunk of, it's not working. We got a bunch of people coming. Well, or do we, Postman? Only a couple now, a couple more. Here they come. Well, William Byron and Chase Elliott, two of the Hendrick Chevrolets, they're in. How's it driving? Sorry, it's free, um, but it's okay. I think we need to get some tires on it. 
Um, if you, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably, I guess. Tyler Reddick shoots on out with that Chevrolet. He will slide up in front of Kyle Busch all the way to the outside wall. Kyle Busch in the wall. Here's Eric Jones at the wall. Austin Dillon, Kurt Busch, Michael McDowell. It's, it's Chris Busher. A huge one happening off a of turn four towards the trioval. Kyle Busch had a run going, but it had a block that went bad. Yeah, Tyler Reddick got a great run down to the inside and immediately shot up to the outside to put the block on. All good, man. It's a little late on it, but Adam. Gosh. Deep breath, Helmy. We still got one goal here, all right? Don't be mad at yourself. We were clear. We just didn't get up there quite quick enough. All good. And I was just stupid. Probably someone that was going to help me a lot there. I reckon. Well, let's friends now, I guess. So figure this out. <laughs> Helmy, we ain't here to make friends. We brought our, we brought ours with us, all right? Understand? Shake it off, man. We still got to win this thing, okay? Just more pressure to win now that I wrecked all those people just to get there, so I better, better go out there and win this race. Or I look like even bigger idiot. Hell, you're not an idiot, man. I mean, I cleared you. You went when I said clear, so if you want to blame it on anybody, you can, you can blame me for as much as you want. I don't have enough feelings to worry about, so like Randall said, we brought our friends here. I don't give a what it takes. I'm just here to win, and that's it. William Byron trying to win and clinch a spot in the playoffs. To the line, checkered flag in the air, and William Byron and Chad Knaus win the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Keep digging all the way to the checkered. You're fine. Nobody's got to run. Checkered flag, baby! Nice work. Still the nine, thank you. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, everybody. It's awesome, man. Copy that. Thank you, Chase. Great job, everybody. I'm really proud of everybody in the effort. I'm sorry that we got ourselves put in this position, but it's a hell of a way to answer the call today, William. Very, very proud of you and everybody at Hendrick Motorsports. Awesome, man. Carries for a championship. What a way to set the stage for the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. Coming up, more of the conversation between Ryan Newman and MRN's Kurt Becker, and later, Martin Truex Jr. Sir. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Ryan Newman shares his thoughts on his return to Daytona next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5688. That's 1-800-829-5688. Again, 1-800-829-5688. Wheeland would like to congratulate William Byron and his number 24 Hendrick Motorsports pit crew for the win at Daytona International Speedway. They are the Wheeland pit crew of the week. With 15 laps to go, Byron gave up third to pit for tires. We got a bunch of people coming. Well, or do we, Postman? Only a couple now, a couple more. Here they come. Well, William Byron and Chase Elliott, two of the Hendrick Chevrolets, they're in. Looking up to William Byron. Looks like it's going to be four tires as well for William Byron. With four fresh tires and a lot of luck, Byron worked his way back to the front and on to his first career Cup Series victory. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. We continue along this week's NASCAR Live. So glad that you're spending time with us here on the Motor Racing Network. While it seems like it was an eternity ago, the Daytona 500 in February ended with a scary situation for Ryan Newman. He returned to the high banks, of Daytona this past weekend and our Kurt Becker chatted with him and his emotions about returning to the world center of racing. You know, something that has always been curious to me is the fact that when you started your racing career, you started in the quarter midgets, midget cars, silver crown cars. Yet from a young age, you were on record as saying that you wanted to drive full bodied stock cars. What was it about stock car racing that appealed so much to you from the outset? Yeah, it's a long story. My dad and I used to race slot cars when I was a kid. And the slot cars that were the most fun were the stock cars. And the only way, uh, well, I shouldn't say it, the, the, the most fun that we had was going door handle to door handle and uh, racing side by side. And you could knock the guy on the inside, could knock the guy on the outside off. And, um, you know, that was fun. And you could do that with an Indy car, but you couldn't go door handle to door handle. So I just, I don't know, I just, I've always watched and enjoyed stock car racing on TV as a fan. Uh, more so than IndyCar racing, and that's why that was my desire. Ryan Newman brings him off turn four for the last time into the trioval. A long, dry spell for this driver. He will win the 50th Daytona 500. You mentioned your father. want to go back to your victory in the 2008 Daytona 500. Did you ever imagine when you were growing up in South Bend, Indiana, and when you were working on cars alongside your dad at uh, at the G&G Automotive, did you ever believe or ever think that you and your father would be standing shoulder to shoulder in victory lane one day at Daytona? <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I could dream, but I just never dreamed that big. Um, you know, that the, the desire was there to continue to move up the ladder, but I never knew how tall the ladder was gonna be. And, um, you know, my dad taught me to be focused. He taught me to work hard. Uh, you know, just to surround myself with good people and lots of good things that, uh, you know, showed a lot of leadership. 
but in doing so, we never really had, or at least I didn't have, uh, the goal of winning the 50th running of the Daytona 500. Uh, I wanted to be there. I wanted to be a part of it. I uh, wanted to do my best and, and obviously probably wanted to win it no matter what I did. But I never knew if I'd make it that far. Just always wanted to try and get that opportunity and have been blessed uh, in so many ways um, in, in, in throughout my life in racing. Let's talk about the, the 2020 Daytona 500. I, I know that when when the announcers and the sportscasters, when they can be very descriptive, but when they say that your car has launched skyward and you've landed on your roof, that's obviously not the kind of description one wants to hear. Do you remember much specifically about the accident coming to the checkered flag? And if not, what, what is the last thing that you remember happening in that in that race? I don't remember any part of it. I remember having shrimp with my parents at their house about 20 minutes from the racetrack uh, for lunch that day and don't remember anything after that. I'm not I'm not really sure um, about anything that happened in the race, um, you know, anything that I did or didn't do. Um, and I don't have any recollection uh, of anything in the hospital until I walked out of the hospital, which sounds kind of crazy. Why would they let you get up and walk around to walk out? But that's just the way the, in my opinion, the medication and or the injury worked for me. That picture, which was very popular on social media, and it was a very emotional picture, as you, you referenced walking out of the hospital and your daughters, one on either side, holding you by the hand. Was there any concern as the days unfolded after that situation, as a parent, as a father, if, uh, if your kids come to you and say, Dad, why do you want to keep getting into a race car? Were you afraid you might have to have a discussion about why you keep doing what you do? Yeah, I, I never was questioned that by them um, or anybody around me that loved me. Uh, and not, that, not to say that other people that have questioned that to me don't love me or understand me, but the reality is, is um, I, I think that they know me and they know me better. And uh, once I give you that answer, you get it. I, I feel like I was, I was um, put on this earth for multiple reasons and I was saved that day for multiple reasons and the primary reason being my daughters and um, you know I think that that part of it also is is to continue to do what I love um, you know that's what God has us on earth for is to make an impact and do what we love um, and that's one of the reasons at least and um, I feel like um, my kids are a big part of that uh, my driving career is a big part of that and um, I'm blessed to be able to have the opportunity probably not not till next year of them getting back to the racetrack to enjoy what I do and I know it's something that they enjoy as well and, and um, it, again it's, I, I feel safer in a race car than I do driving down the street or walking someplace just in general and when it's your time it's your time and fortunately uh, for at least the ones that I love it wasn't my time in February. Is that the same, is it, is it a two-way street? Because when, when you have kids and they grow up around the sport, if, if one of your daughters or both of your daughters suppose the day comes, if they say, you know, Dad, I would like to be a racer. I'd like to get in a race car. Can you give them that same support and can you have that same level of confidence as the dad? Undoubtedly, um, my oldest daughter wants to do that. And it's a challenge for me with all the things going on in the world to make that happen for her. Um, it's not because I'm selfish and want to do what I do for myself. It's because of all the other things going on in the world to, uh, to get her some time 
um, to experience racing. Um, you know, she, I think she genuinely has a passion and wants to be a race car driver, but she hasn't got the true taste of it yet. They say if it's in your blood, it's in your blood, but she hasn't got a chance to, to sample it, um, at least the way I feel like she needs to. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I want her to do and be good at whatever she loves in life. And it's not about the money. It's about the ability to, to create a living and um, enjoy life. And that doesn't have one zero or seven zeros behind it. When you were a kid and your racing career began, your mom, your dad, your sister, the family was all involved with you as, as your career developed. Were there lessons that you learned from a family aspect during that time in your life that serve you well as a father now at this time in your life? Without a doubt. I mean, it's uh, you're a product of your environment, and I was blessed with a great family. Um, as you said, my dad, my mom, my sister, and even my extended family who came to the racetrack and, and supported me and um, had my back when doing what I loved. Granted, they enjoyed it too, otherwise they wouldn't have came and then done what they did, supporting me by pushing my car around or cleaning it up or knocking the mud off at a dirt track. I mean, you name it. Um, but I, I, I think that um, my, my kids um, are the same way and they're a generation younger, not a generation older. And, and they, they support me just as I support them in the things that they do. And that's, that's part of what true love is. Thank you, Kurt. Great job. Coming up, Martin Truex Jr. will join us and he'll chat about his team going into the 2020 playoffs. We saved big money with our progressive home and auto bundle and used the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! (laughs) Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Seven-point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. Martin Truex Jr. is up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina, is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom-flavored infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. You can also order our signature Clutch Coffee Beans online and have them shipped directly to you. Go to clutchcoffeebar.com or visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. Wing Sprint Cars. That's what we talk about on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tire. I'm Steve Post. Join Aaron Everham and me Tuesdays at noon Eastern Time as we talk with race winners and newsmakers from dirt tracks across America. From the world of outlaws to your local track, we cover the greatest show on dirt. Join us live Tuesday on Facebook Live or wingnation.com. Or catch our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts on YouTube or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation, your home for Wing Sprint Car Talk. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Over the weekend, Martin Truex Jr. 
Talked with our Woody Kane about his 2020 season. He talked about expectations, especially as they get ready to start the playoffs this weekend at Darlington Raceway. Two in a row here at Martinsville. Four of the last six on short tracks. Martin Truex Jr. takes the Sirius XM Toyota to victory lane tonight at Martinsville. I was talking to your crew chief, James Small, last week, and uh, even though you guys only have the one win this year, he seemed very confident in the speed you guys have had this year and looking toward the playoffs coming forward. He said it's kind of like people have forgotten about us, but we've been right there this whole time. Yeah, I feel like we're right where we need to be. Obviously, we would love to have more bonus points, uh, you know, more playoff points. We've just missed out on a lot of those. And, you know, you look at the last seven races, uh, top three finishes, um, you, you go back to two races before that, probably should have won Kentucky, run second. Um, and I think without, you know, without us getting crashed out of Texas, we'd be talking about, you know, nine in a row, top three finishes. So, um, yeah, I feel good about where we're at. I think we're right there knocking on the door. Uh, you know, again, playoff points are, are small, but, um, you know, I think if we can be this consistent, continue to do what we've been doing throughout the playoffs, we'll be right where we need to be come towards the end. All right, I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you did, all these top threes are are nearing <laughs> record proportions. I mean, you can still keep that streak going by winning, and obviously that's what everybody would like to do, but are you a stats guy into that type of stuff? You know, when you start, uh, I'm not really a stats guy or a numbers guy, but when you start looking at things like what we're doing right now, you know, the list that we've made it onto, you know, you look at the legends, Richard Petty, David Pearson, you know, guys like that ahead of us uh, on that streak, it's, uh, it's pretty remarkable, so... Uh, it's not been done in a long time, and that says a lot about our team and what we're doing right now. Playoffs open at Darlington, and I saw that you released, along with uh, uh, almost everybody else so far, your throwback scheme. Tell the folks about it because, boy, I remember this car vividly. Yeah, so, um, you know, it really it was just right at the first uh, little bit of time there when I got hooked up with Chance 2, and, you know, where they were running some races with Hank Parker Jr., and actually the, the very first car um, that Bass Pro Shops was ever the primary sponsor on is is the throwback. So uh, it's really uh, a throwback to Bass Pro Shops and, you know, kind of thanking them for being a part of the sport for so long and um, just throwing it back to their very first primary scheme. So um, it's uh, it's very cool. I'm, I'm excited about it. I know Johnny's, uh, Johnny's fired up about it, and uh, it'd be really cool to put that uh, 2003 scheme in victory lane. All right, put your coach hat on for a second. You're talking to a rookie who's never raced at Darlington before. What's the biggest piece of advice you could give him? Get as close to the wall as you can without hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I think uh, Darlington is um, it's kind of evolved over the years, I think, especially the last few with this package where we can actually move around and run, you know, different grooves. And, and actually, in, in one and two, you don't even have to get near the wall anymore to be fast. It used to be, um, you know, when I first started, you had to run the fence to be fast. And now you have some options. So you can kind of work your way into it a little bit slower. September is designated as Childhood Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month. And you guys, along with the NASCAR Foundation, the Martin Truex Jr. Foundation, participating in the Nominate a Cancer Hero program, Martin. And I know ordinarily we'd be talking a lot about Catwalk for a Cause, but just like with other things, circumstances have dictated a different path for you guys and the charity this year. Tell us how you got from A to B on this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's uh, it's been a challenging year from a... Uh, fundraising standpoint obviously with we're not able to you know have gatherings and events and things so you know missing out on catwalk was uh was a big deal and um you know typically this time of year we do um you know for september we always we've been doing the steering wheel program the last few seasons and actually 
we, we had trouble trying to put that together because they couldn't make the steering wheels in time because of, of COVID in Italy. So I guess Italy's where the, the moment, you know, the MPI wheels come from. So, you know, the girls, Lisa and all the girls, the foundation and Sherry, they all, they came up with this idea to do this and, um, you know, took it to NASCAR and, and they were all in on it as well. So a uh, really cool program, uh, excited about it. And, and obviously uh, thankful for NASCAR and all the drivers that are, uh, and teams, you know, that are that are letting us uh, auction off their spot where their name normally goes, and you know, so far it's uh, it's been a success as far as uh, how the how the uh, you know the bidding has gone so far. We got some good numbers coming in, so excited about it, and, and thanks to everybody for uh, for letting us do it. Let's end with this, Martin. I saw a few days ago was National Dog Day, and you, like most other folks, posted a picture of yours. Tell the folks how you became matched up with your four-legged friend. Uh, we got Charlie back uh, right when the quarantine started, actually. And, um, you know, we got her from uh, a, a breeder in, in Illinois and just somehow, you know, through friends, through, got hooked up with, with this guy. He had some dogs and, um, you know, he showed us Charlie pictures and, and some videos and stuff. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a shot. So um, she's been an unbelievable dog and um, she's she's very smart. She's very calm, which is good for us. We travel a lot and she doesn't mind just, you know, tagging along wherever we go. And, um, you know, she's actually going to be a therapy dog that we can, uh, she's training to be a therapy dog. So when we do the hospital visits with cancer kids and things, um, she can actually go with us and uh, be a part of that. So she has the perfect demeanor for it. She loves kids. She loves people, uh, but she's very calm and um, she listens well. So it's been fun having her around. And, um, yeah, she's been going every, everywhere with us. It's been cool. That really is cool. Always great when their best tool is listening because that isn't always (laughs) the case. Martin, thanks for your time. Good luck in the playoffs. And, uh, man, we're looking forward to some fun here. Sounds good. Thanks, Woody. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, we go through the 16 playoff drivers and how each got to their playoff seating. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Rusty Wallace here for Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. This pain cream is the official pain cream of NASCAR for a reason. It works fast, and you won't stink. There's no messy, greasy, nasty feel or any stinging or burning here. This is pure pain relief. Don't run your engine on Octane 89. Get the good stuff and meet me in Victory Lane. Blue Emu works fast, and you won't stink. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. We meet the 16 drivers in the playoffs and how they earned their seating next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you. 
wherever you are so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, DH. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. After a very strange 2020 season where anything was possible, the playoffs are set to begin this weekend at the Darlington Raceway. We have our field of 16 drivers who are in contention to be the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Let's meet them. The 2020 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs are here. And the list of those who made the cut includes a lot of familiar names mixed with a few newcomers who are hoping to steal the spotlight. Here's how all 16 drivers made the playoffs, as well as an overview of their playoff chances. Number 16, Matt DiBenedetto, earned his spot by points. From the outside lane, Matt DiBenedetto gets the jump, and he's going to lead him down into turn one for the first time. DiBenedetto, driving for the Wood Brothers, makes the playoffs for the first time in his career. The round of 16 could work in his favor, as Darlington is one of his best tracks. But to advance to the later rounds, he and his team will need to find a consistency which has been lacking at times in 2020. Number 15, Kurt Busch also reached the playoffs on points. Kurt Busch beginning to flex some muscle now over a good battle for second. Ryan Blaney on the move. The former series champion went winless during the regular season, but don't count him out. He has won six times in his career at Bristol, a track which could help him survive the round of 16. But beware the round of 12, where Kurt has just one career victory at Las Vegas, Talladega, and Charlotte combined. Number 14, Kyle Busch. He's also in on points. Championship number two off turn four looking at the checkered flag and Kyle Busch scores the win here at the Homestead Miami Speedway. No surprise to see the defending champion make the list but definitely a surprise that he went winless on the regular season and had to rely on points to make the cut. For all the focus on not winning he still has nearly a dozen top five finishes on the year but a lack of playoff points makes him vulnerable to elimination. But he is Kyle Busch, so ignore him at your peril. Number 13, Clint Boyer, another who earned his spot by points. Clint Boyer, but yet he is long gone at the front of the field, leading over Jimmy Johnson. Clint Boyer's 2020 has not been overwhelming, but he racked up seven top ten finishes, and he won both Stage 1 and Stage 2 in the second half of the Darlington doubleheader in May. That could work to his advantage as the playoffs begin, and he is also a two-time race winner at Richmond, giving him further hope in the round of 16. Throw in the fact he was runner-up at Bristol earlier this year, and the opening round clearly becomes one in which Boyer must capitalize. Number 12, Eric Almirola, lands in the playoffs on points. Eric Almirola to the lead as they hit the long pond stretch. Almirola had a solid regular season, earning nine straight top 10 finishes from June 14 to August 2nd. And while he could be viewed as a sleeper pick, given his success at various tracks in each round, the elimination tracks raise concern. Bristol, the Charlotte Road Course, and Martinsville have not been kind to Almirola. So he'll have to hope for better luck at those tracks, especially if he lacks the playoff points to compensate. Number 11, Cole Custer earned his spot by winning at Kentucky. Cole Custer is making his way on the track, chasing John Hunter Nemechek. Custer has already captured Rookie of the Year honors by virtue of being the only rookie driver to make the playoffs. But he has posted only three top ten and zero top five finishes in the nine races since that win at Kentucky. 
He also finished outside the top 20 in each half of the Darlington doubleheader in May, so he enters the playoffs with a productive rookie season, but as a decided long shot to win it all. Number 10, Austin Dillon made the playoffs by winning at Texas. Austin Dillon goes to the top of the leaderboard. Matt Kenseth running in second. Dillon has only two top five finishes in 33 career starts at Darlington, Richmond, and Bristol. As a result, the round of 16 could be difficult for him to withstand. That said, he has completed every lap of every race he has run at Darlington, which could bode well for his chances to at least launch his playoff bid in a positive direction. Number nine, William Byron secured his playoff berth by winning the regular season finale at Daytona. Checkered flag in the air, and William Byron and Chad Knaus win the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona. They will go playoff racing. If you're going to win for the first time, might as well wait until the end of August and do it at the World Center of Racing in the final chance of the year to make the playoffs. But now that Byron is here, what happens next? The answer could lie with crew chief Chad Knaus who called the shots for all seven of Jimmy Johnson's championships. No getting around it. Knaus could be the key factor in helping Byron make it to Phoenix for the grand finale. The remaining eight drivers are next. Find your keys. Find your get up and go. Find the world is new again. At Chevy, we want to take you there. In a stylish new blazer where bold design meets agile performance. Or go off the beaten path in the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Even slide behind the wheel of an Equinox and discover the small SUV that's up for just about anything. Find your perfect Chevy online or at your local Chevy dealer so you can find new roads again. Chevrolet. Find new roads. NASCAR local, regional, and international racing. Grassroots racing. From the short tracks of America to the road courses of Europe and Mexico. I'm Kyle Rickey. Join Hannah Newhouse and me for NASCAR Coast to Coast. Presented by Whelan and Hercules Tires. Each week on the Motor Racing Network, we'll talk with the race winners, newsmakers, and grassroots racing personalities. NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. The Xfinity fastest lap in this past Saturday's race at Daytona was turned in by Austin Dillon with a speed of 203.046 miles an hour. It happened early in the Coke Zero Sugar 400. The Xfinity fastest lap is brought to you by Xfinity. That wasn't just fast. That was Xfinity fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. You might think your old vehicle is nothing more than a piece of junk, but to children in our racing communities, your vehicle can help them live happier and healthier lives. Join others in your community. Put your vehicle to good use and donate it today. It's easy. We'll pick it up for free. Act now to have your car, truck, boat, or other vehicle towed and auction off. You'll get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds all for the kids. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. Hi folks, Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. We're in the championship, baby, yeah! And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. 
Welcome back to NASCAR Live. You've just heard from eight of the 16 NASCAR Cup Series playoff drivers as they get set to run for the title beginning this weekend with the Cookout Southern 500. Let's meet the remaining drivers that will make up the round of 16. Number eight, Alex Bowman earned his spot by winning at the Auto Club Speedway in California. Checkered flag in the air, and Alex Bowman has won the Auto Club 400 at the Auto Club Speedway of Southern California. Bowman started 2020 strong, leading 110 of 200 laps in that win at Fontana, following a front row start in the season opener at Daytona. But he's had only two top five finishes in the 23 races since then. To be fair, he's had four stage wins, but none were on playoff tracks. He did post a runner-up finish at Darlington in May, and all he has to do is improve by one position to advance past the round of 16. Number 7, Ryan Blaney, found his way into the playoffs by winning at Talladega. Off four for the final time, racing back to the checkered flag. Blaney out front, he's got to throw the block, he does. Diving down to the inside, here comes Eric Jones, here comes John Hunter Nemechek, they're crashing at the line. It is Ryan Blaney by seven, one thousandths of a second over Ricky Stenhouse Jr. The crew chief swap at Team Penske coming into 2020 worked well for Blaney, as the pairing of Blaney with Todd Gordon has paid dividends beyond that Talladega victory. Blaney earned the most stage points of anyone this season, and if he can get past the round of 16, he could be a huge factor in the round of 12, where he has won at two of the three tracks, making up that portion of the playoff schedule. Number six, Martin Truex Jr., Advanced to the playoffs by winning at Martinsville. Two in a row here at Martinsville. Four of the last six on short tracks. Martin Truex Jr. takes the Sirius XM Toyota to victory lane tonight in Martinsville. He'll win the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500. He might have only one win, but Truex finished the regular season with eight consecutive top five finishes. That consistency bodes well for the 2017 series champion, who has also displayed considerable strength on mile-and-a-half tracks and short tracks this season. That could be crucial for his title hopes, as those layouts make up 60% of the playoff schedule. One potential stumbling block, the elimination race at Bristol, where Truex has an average finishing position of 20.6. Number 5, Chase Elliott came to the playoffs by winning at Charlotte and the Daytona Road Course. Final time through 13 and 14. Hamlin is there. All over the back end of Chase Elliott. It's going to be a drag race. Chase Elliott by a half a car length. Denny Hamlin right there will not be enough across the line. And Chase Elliott has scored the win in the Go Bowling 235 on the Daytona Road Course. Aside from his victories on a mile and a half and a road course this season, Elliott has also been strong on short tracks. He won both stages at Bristol, captured the all-star race at the same track, and scored a top five finish at Martinsville. But before he can think about any of that, Elliott has to get past Darlington, where he has an average finishing position of 18.3. Number four, Joey Logano earned his spot by winning at Las Vegas and Phoenix. One more shot by Harvick. It will not be enough. And for the 25th time in his career, Joey Logano is going to Gatorade Victory Lane. Logano hasn't visited Victory Lane since March. That's the bad news. The good news is that he's been performing consistently at short tracks and mile and a half tracks, which offers encouragement for his playoff chances. Logano and his team, however, cannot afford a repeat of the pit road penalties and mishaps which have cost them dearly at times throughout 2020. 
Number three, Brad Keselowski. Got to the playoffs by winning at Charlotte, Bristol, and New Hampshire. Three wide underneath Eric Jones. He can't get it done. Keselowski off turn two. He leads by two for the final time. The 2012 champion has been strong all season, putting up stats like eight for eight top ten finishes on mile-and-a-half tracks. He's taken advantage of opportunities all season and has paid off. But just like teammate Joey Logano, the team has made mistakes that cost them playoff points. Keselowski also hasn't made it past the round of 12 the last two years. Number two, Denny Hamlin, solidly in the playoffs by winning at Daytona, Darlington, Homestead, Pocono, Kansas, and Dover. Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin across the line. Denny Hamlin will go back to back. Newman flipping across the start finish line. Hamlin started the season in style by winning his third Daytona 500, and he hasn't stopped since. He's been the flagship at Joe Gibbs Racing and seems to be the only driver at times who can match Kevin Harvick. Hamlin's lack of championships has been a point of conversation all season, and he would like nothing more than to respond with his first career title in 2020. Number one, Kevin Harvick earned his way into the playoffs and a regular season championship by winning at Darlington, Atlanta, Pocono, Indianapolis, and Dover, as well as sweeping both Michigan races. Clean racetrack out of the windshield. Shannon Bednarik puts the checkered flag in the air, and Kevin Harvick wins the Real Heroes 400 at Darlington Raceway. Kevin Harvick has been virtually unstoppable in 2020. He has been a dominant force week after week, and the 2014 series champion is hoping that won't change in the playoffs. He and his team have displayed few weaknesses this year. That's why he's considered one of the favorites not only to reach Phoenix, but also to win the championship. If indeed he makes it to the championship four, he will likely be the prohibitive favorite based on his nine career victories on the Phoenix Oval. And those are the 16 playoff drivers for 2020. There you have it, folks. The 2020 champion is somewhere in that field of 16. And before you know it, we'll be at Phoenix celebrating that title. Coming up, we've got this week in NASCAR history. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-242-1700. 800-242-1706. It's a 400-mile thrill ride. Look at the 76 on the low side. Four, three, two, one, three, three. In a sport where numbers matter, some are more important than others. We're reducing emissions by 43% with Sunoco Green E15 Biofuel. Thousands of trees have been planted in reforestation efforts, and millions of plastics and cans are recycled every day. See how you can help NASCAR reduce its numbers on the environment by visiting nascar.com slash green today. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. About to put a bow on this week's NASCAR Live. Each week, if you've been with us all season, you know we've been celebrating Jimmy Johnson with 48 stories in his final full-time season of NASCAR Cup Series competition. This week's show takes us back to a special night at Darlington Raceway. May 12, 2012. Not only a historic Saturday night for Jimmy Johnson, but for all of Hendrick Motorsports. Johnson had previously won at Darlington twice in his Cup Series career, once in the spring of 2004, 
and again in the fall of that same year, winning his first Southern 500. In the 2012 Bojangles Southern 500, Johnson would take the checkered flags in historic fashion from his second starting position and leading 134 laps. He would go on to score Hendrick Motorsports' 200th win. Race fans now waving their hats wildly on the back straightaway. Johnson comes back to turn number three. Off turn number four, looking for the checkered flag of the Southern 500. It's been a long time in the making, but finally Jimmy Johnson gets it done, scoring the 200th Sprint Cup win for Hendrick Motorsports. Tonight, winning the Bojangles Southern 500. You know, my mind goes back to uh, you know the early days of Hendrick, um, Hendrick Motorsports, the people that <clears throat> won the early races, worked on those early cars, um, helped Rick build Hendrick Motorsports to what it is today. Uh, I think of Harry Hyde, Tim Richmond, Jeff Bodine, um, there's Kenny Schrader, and there's a lot of people over the years that um, you know put a lot of time and effort and uh, commitment into this organization. Um, so I'm thinking of all those people and, and just so happy for Rick, his dedication to the sport and the performance and the winning is second and none, and uh, just so happy for him to get his 200th. Here's crew chief Chad Knauss on the historic victory. A long time ago when I started Hendrick Motorsports back in 1993, uh, man, I think I was like the 75th employee. To sit back and think of the people that were there before me and the people that have been there since the day that I started and the people that have contributed to the efforts, uh, man, the list is long and, and varies. And it's uh, it's just I'm proud to be a part of it. Um, you know, I've, I've bled HMS for a long time, and to to be a part of this and get 200 victories, we got uh, the 150th for Mr. H in Vegas, and uh, I was just told a while ago that I was here when we had our 50th. I guess we won our 50th victory here at Darlington. Somebody told me a little while ago, and I was changing tires for the 24 car. I don't know if that's true or not. The cool mullet and the blades. Yeah, man, and I had the I had the Oakley glasses, the mullet. Man, I was rocking back then. So that was it was pretty cool, you know. And to think of the people that are you know been here then and are gone and. You know, people are still racing. It's, it's, it's pretty neat. It's a cool accomplishment, and I'm proud to be done it. It was a special moment for car owner Rick Hendrick, who started his cup team back in 1984. When I think about uh, Darlington and how special this place is, and in 1976, I had a little Chevy dealership over here in, uh, in Bennettsville, and my wife and I, about a third of the way through the race, drove into the track pulled up behind the stands, didn't buy a ticket, parked the car and walked up and sat in the stands and watched the race. Uh, so I don't know how we did that. But uh, And then to think that, you know, it's been a lot of years since then, but uh, I'm just proud of these guys and the whole organization. And, when I, you know, you, you want to thank everybody from Harry Hyde to Tim Richmond and Jeff Bodine and and uh, all the guys along the way that won races and, and then, uh, you know, just you think you're going to get there, and then you think you're not ever going to win another one when you get to 199. But uh, but I'm real proud. This was a heck of a race, heck of a race tonight. And uh, uh, I was in the mountains at 8 o'clock at a wedding that I couldn't get out of and uh, got here to see the last 100 laps and glad it worked out. Since the victory in 2012, Hendrick Motorsports has earned 57 more checkered flags. And among those, Jimmy Johnson is credited with 27 of them. I'm Kyle Rickey, and this has been 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. Thank you, Kyle. Visit MRN.com to hear more 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. Before we depart the property, it's that time of the week again. Time for This Week in NASCAR History with our Susie Armstrong. Susie? Susie? 
Thanks, Mike. This week we bounce to 1985. John Parr was illuminating the pop charts with the uplifting power ballad, St. Elmo's Fire. The much maligned New Coke and Coca-Cola Classic briefly sat side by side in supermarkets. Angry Los Angeles residents mobbed, beat, and detained Night Stalker Richard Ramirez after recognizing the serial killer's infamous mug in a convenience store. And upstart Bill Elliott gained his celebrity as Million Dollar Bill, claiming the final leg of the four-event Winston Million Challenge and the checkers in the Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. Nobody to block his path to the checkered flag. Elliott now midway between turns three and four, looking for $1 million. Here's Bill Elliott out of turn number four. Harold Kinder has the checkered flag in hand, and Elliott takes it and wins the Winston Million and the Southern 500. 1997, the Backstreet Boys popped onto the music scene with their self-titled album and the top five hit, Quit Playing Games With My Heart. The world mourned the tragic death of Diana, Princess of Wales, following the infamous car crash in Paris. Joan London says goodbye to Good Morning America after a 17-year run, and Jeff Gordon said hello again to the Lady in Black, winning the Mountain Dew Southern 500, his third consecutive victory in the Darlington Labor Day Classic. Jeff Gordon down to the inside, heading for $1 million off turn four. Gordon slides wide in the corner. Here's Burton going to make one final run off the corner. Burton looks out of the inside. He'll not be able to do it. Jeff Gordon holds off a last lap charge by Jeff Burton and wins the Mountain Dew Southern 500. 2003, Beyonce teamed up with Jay-Z to record her first number one solo single, Crazy in Love. Massachusetts Senator John Kerry declared his desire to seek the Democratic nomination for president, ultimately pairing with John Edwards in a failed bid for the White House. Everybody Loves Raymond lived up to its name, enjoying success as the number one sitcom from coast to coast. And Terry Labonte triumphed at the track Too Tough to Tame, leading the last 33 laps for his final Sprint Cup Series win. Terry Labonte comes off turn four. Terry Labonte's going to win again at Darlington. A winless streak dating back 156 races ends today as Terry Labonte wins at Darlington of the Mountain Dew Southern 500. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. And now it's off to Darlington for the Cookout Southern 500 race weekend. Hope you'll join us here on the Motor Racing Network this weekend. I'd like to thank Ryan Newman for joining us and Martin Truex Jr. for joining us as well. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. We thank you for joining us as you do each and every week. We'll chat with you again next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Culbreth. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. 
NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.